0: Welcome back to another super special edition of Spoiler Country, but instead of Kendrick, I have... Kelly Because Kendrick is too busy off traveling the world and doing something not cool like a podcast. <laughs> we're being responsible and doing this thing. You nope. Know, now, now I'm the dick again. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a dick all night. Right, right. shoe fits. It does, it does. It oh, fits. shit. I forgot my phone that has the notes that we're talking about. So we've been doing a series of podcast episodes, one for each story, talking to the creators. And today we're going to talk to Greg Smith... You know, Greg, Gregory. I don't know if that's his real name, but (laughs) I'm assuming it probably is. It is now. I know know Greg very well, (laughs) but apparently not well enough to know his real name. Fuck, cut all this out. No, it's all all staying. It's all staying. Yeah, I know Greg. He's really cool. (laughs) So is his wife, Anne. Yeah, they own a store. They own a super awesome store, but I haven't been there. And if it's half as cool as their fucking house, then it's probably pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. So, Greg, so, you know, we're going to steal your idea of the records down your wall, your stairs. We're stealing that idea for our house, too. Definitely. Yeah. I actually talked, I actually talked this recording with Craig. I'm actually in his back, the back office of his store. Oh, how funny. So this is for the story called Nate Erdsatz and the Skinwalkers. And this story has music by Joey Edsall. Again, he's done a couple of them for us. And the song you'll hear throughout and at the end of the episode is called Scry Baby. Now let's go ahead and hear what Greg and also artist J. Paul Sheik has to say about story Nate Ertzatz and the Skinwalkers. Thanks, guys.
1: Monsters are everywhere. They always have been. They lurk, hidden in every shadow. Behind every dark thought, they are probably in your closet, possessing your friends. And they're almost certainly creeping behind you now. They are most often undetectable, and when they're not, it's too late. Throughout time, these monsters have feasted on society, both physically and metaphysically. The chaos they bring fuels a great dark spirit that seeks to end the world with pain and torment. The Ein's are our only hope. The Ein's family has been cursed since before recorded history to detect the presence of these monsters. It is their bound duty to stop these creatures from destroying humanity through any means necessary, be it by sword, spell, or other. Though the Ions can feel when the creatures are in close proximity, the monsters themselves are also drawn toward the family. But not everything is as it seems. And although the war between the monsters and the Ions has waged for centuries, the black and white battle lines have grayed over the years. Not all monsters may be considered evil, Not all Aynes are as righteous as one would think. These are the tales of the Aynes family. Visit AynesAnthology.com to find out more. Nate Ursatz and the Skinwalkers. Written by Greg Smith. by J. Paul Sheik. Letters by Nikki Powers. The 1980s never looked so good. Nate Ersatz and his sister Casey are on the hunt, but they encounter more than they can handle.
0: All right, we're finally recording. Oh my gosh! And Wait, it's the Greg and John convention again. <laughs> oh my God! All the time, every time. And it's going to be coming again because we're going to have almost at Comic Con. I'm talking to you again there too.
2: Oh yeah. yeah, it's going to happen in a few weeks. It's happening. <laughs> but today we're talking about a story you wrote. That's right, a
0: story that I wrote that I renamed.
2: Yes, you did because <laughs> I couldn't stop calling it without a white name. It. That's okay. What, what, what did you call it? Uh, I called it the Skinwalker.
0: Oh, I called it Nate Urtset and the skinwalkers. Oh,
2: oh yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, you know, it's a story about the guy and the skinwalker. And they walk on skin. Yeah, oh yeah, all the time. Well everybody does when you think about it, because we all have feet and they're made of skin unless you wear shoes on them and then but they're still you there's still skin walking on. I mean it's oh not flat, gosh, no matter you're what. You're totally right. You're totally right. I
0: think you could rewrite re- 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 the whole story now. Oh no. Sorry all about feet. I've
2: Okay, I could do that. That's kinda of gross. And <laughs> awesome. I love feet. And I, I don't you know what I mean. Not like oh everybody's gonna miss take take that out of context. Like, Greg's oh. out of foot fetish. He loves plates and feet,
0: everybody. Give him oh. a things. So question for you yes. about, about your story about specifically. Story, yes. What was your inspiration for writing this specific Skinwalker story, and why in the 80s?
2: Uh, why in the 80s? Well, okay, the 80s is an awesome place. We're standing here in the in the back room of uh, my wife and my store, the Retro Emporium downtown Kent, Washington, where we love everything 80s, 80s, 80s. But the thing is, is I mean, I grew up in that time frame. I love that stuff. I love everything about it. The music was great. The hair was awesome. The clothes was cool. Look at what I'm... got. Yeah, I know, right? Awesome. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Except for the mullets, I'm, I'm not gonna say the mullets are awesome.
0: Okay. Have you seen my mullet pictures? I, I will. I have to now.
2: Yeah, you do. They're. Awesome. Why
0: is that not your picture for this book?
2: I, I can, it can be you, I got myself in a, in a tank top t-shirt some nunchucks my mullet and mustache what's great is it's probably on
0: ironically it's like you just love it I just do
2: <laughs> I always wanted to get an IROC so I could just
0: like hang Dude, I used to want an IROC when I was a kid oh I God. wanted a blue IROC <laughs> you too <laughs> I had the hot, I had a little hot wheel one I was like this is my dream car <laughs> the, the IROC and the mullet and the mustache and you know but then I, don't... I didn't want a mustache I wanted a goatee well,
2: I had the goatee thing but I always grew this really great looking mustache and then and everybody just said I look like Ned Flanders with a mullet. That's not a good look. <laughs> it's not a good look. It's not. Uh, it's so, anyways, no. Why? So,
0: what? Why this? Why this story? Why skinwalkers? Oh,
2: skinwalkers, man. Okay, so I mean, it, to preface things, if you don't know uh, know too much about the things that, the things that I've written in the past, uh, I I love um, I love writing things that are kind of spooky and eerie. Skinwalkers stories uh, of, from uh, uh, just all around uh, are just scoop, spooky and scary because you've got, uh, this, this, uh, native American, uh, idea of, uh, like these witches or, or beings that are people that take on different shapes and they shape shift and form and, um, and they do things and it's kind of, it's kind of spooky and scary. Um, did some research on the ranch, uh. And uh, just all the things that not Skywalker Ranch, no, no, no. <laughs> but uh, Skywalker Ranch with Skywalkers, uh, but uh, it, it's just like all that stuff that's happened in in that in that place is just spooky and scary. And it's like it's just kind of neat. So to put one of these characters in a situation where they 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 see something like this and they have to figure out how to deal with it and i mean i like writing kids books and kids stories and this is like you know not to not to spoil anything but it's it's got a got a young person young people dealing with running into this this kind of situation and it's uh
0: very much not a kid's story though
2: no, definitely not. It's a little, a little sidestep from things that I've done in the past, <laughs> which, is, which is great because I mean, it's
0: I, I like I love the story, and uh, you know, I, originally I was going to draw this, yeah, yeah I everything was so else. Excited. But I decided, I'm sorry, I request your dreams here. No, I know, that's but all right. I decided, obviously, as I said before many times in the show, talking about this book, the best way. Oh, you have a grilled cheese toaster? I do. Oh my yeah. god,
2: dude, they're so awesome. The grilled cheese toaster, you put the bread, the cheese, you put <laughs> it in there, you melt it together, it makes a sandwich. You make the soup in the microwave. I
0: feel like we could do a whole episode just walk you.
2: Shop and talking <laughs> about what you have here. I know. Oh, it's broken. <laughs> anyway, anyways, no so, girl
0: cheese toaster is not broken. It's a little ding dong bell. oh ding dong. Anyway, so so I was in a drug story, but I decided to actually get this book out and to make the best I could. Bringing some other artists to help stories, towards me. Stories with me, and I ended up finding a great guy on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> JP Sheik. 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 S C H E I C K. Yes. Sheik. Who draws? He actually got me to buy an iPad Pro, and he does does everything on iPad Pro. And I sent you, you've only seen a couple of things yeah, he's yeah. done. What do you think of how he's interpreting your story? Uh, not to, not to crush your
2: dreams, but I'm pretty glad you paired us up because it's awesome. I, really, I am too. He's, he's, he's even better than I think I could have done on this story. Yeah. No, the, um, the artistic style that he's putting together with the storytelling that, uh, that I, that I have marries up really nice. And it's, it's very spooky, scary art in that sense yeah. of like, you read it and you're like, Oh, there's a little tinge of dark in there.
0: Yeah. He definitely got the the creep factor on the skinwalkers yeah. in the story. So you have got you listening out there have that to look forward to.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
0: So not to spoil anything for future stuff of yeah. this, cause I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to say how this one ends, but you're working on a, somewhat sequel of this
2: yeah yeah i work on a sequel um actually bringing in uh, uh, a friend of mine uh if you if you followed by my history in the past i have uh, a buddy david who's help if you've come and see me at shows and stuff like that he's, he's there and stuff and uh he's been been writing his own stuff and we're gonna pair up team up and we got this really fun idea of uh of a of an idea of this nate ersatz uh going through and uh and being a little more grown up <laughs> yeah it's it's,
0: it's, <laughs> it, it, it's funny because I'm going to go ahead and say this now for the first time, really. It, it, and I'm not going to say details on it, but kind of say how this came about because I think it's hilarious. Oh, and, okay. Right. Yeah. I won't say names, though. Yeah. But I think it's funny because you wrote your story based upon another story. Yes. And that story had to be taken out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So then you're writing the replacement to it. Yes. So it's kind of poetic how this all happened in yeah. some way
2: yeah yeah no it's and it's so weird because like we, when I when you came to me with the original yeah. story idea and I was like okay cool I can write a I can write a pre-story to that and give you an idea how this guy ended up like this and then you know that that things happen that story is no longer in the book and then I'm like okay well what do we do we got to do a whole entire uh, 720 because it's not a 180 and it's not a 360 no. uh, I can't pull a 900 I'm not Tony Hawk not, so not at all. yeah so I got to go 720 and uh, we go and we drop this this fun story where it's it, it's everything that you like from the first story and a little bit more. And I have a feeling it's going to be a better story than the
0: first one I take out too.
2: Yeah, you know I don't.
0: That's my opinion though. I haven't read it yet. I just trust you as a writer, so.
2: Oh well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I hope it will be good.
0: Yeah. Well. Greg, thank you for one writing a story. What? Writing two stories. Two. Stories. All the help you've done promoting the Kickstarter book, oh,
2: dude! I I can't believe that we we're
0: just we're doing it. It's it's as of recording this, it's funded. It's gonna it's gonna come out.
2: What? Yeah, I know. Like last night in the middle of the night, and everybody's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! My phone was blowing up!" And it was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!"
0: What's hilarious is like
2: I was I was out in
0: Seattle with Kaylee and some friends last night, and we're at we're we at the Smith Tower, right? Oh, okay, and yeah. then we went from there to the lodge, and then we were, and it was just, my phone was just blowing up the whole time, and then like right before it got funded, I got like. Seven or eight messages from various people being like, "Dude, you're almost there. Forty dollars left, or so whatever." And I was like, "Holy shit! Holy shit!" Uh, I know Travis is like, "Just oh my gosh, guys! Oh my gosh!" And like Greg, 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 Greg. I'm like, "Oh, Travis!" <laughs> it was great. And then my buddy from work is messaging me. I got people texting me. I feel people messaging me this. I mean, I was not realizing how many people were watching this thing to make oh, sure you know. And I'm ex- I mean, it makes it makes me more excited to get this one done and get the next one out too. Yeah,
2: because you know people were following it. They're watching it. They're talking about it with their friends and stuff like that. Sharing it. Uh, Indie comics, horror comics, horror comics family um, all out there and all doing, uh, making sure that this is happening. So it's getting yeah. spread out there um, on all those different fronts. And it's really cool to see how everybody's, everybody's pushing to, to see the next thing. Yeah. I, I just hope it lives up to their expectations and it's, it, it comes
0: out as solid as we all think it's going to be.
2: I, I know there's one story in there that's not going to, not going to do it. And that's mine. The, one, the
0: one that I wrote. No, it's mine. Because yours is great though. No. Oh, well, thank you. My story is going to be hard because the, the story that I, I'm drawing for the book
2: Yeah, but you wrote like four stories.
0: I only wrote two, three in this book. Oh, okay. I was going to say two, but then the the one I'm talking about right now is a third one. But it's like, it's the story that takes place between all the stories. Oh, yeah. So it's it's one story it's a narrative that kind of weaves. Yeah, yeah. So I have that challenge on myself. like
2: the Vanilla Sky story.
0: Kind of, yeah, yeah. Oh if you have trouble, call tech support. Yeah, right. Which <laughs> what's the, the joke? I stole out of that movie from my comic strip, like years after <laughs> I saw it. I was like, "Oh, it's a great joke." I put a, I just put a, just straight stole it to the comic strip.
2: Oh um, yeah, man, every time I every time I think that we're doing this though, I always wonder if we're really on Shutter Island. Probably, I mean. Oh God, we're dead. Ah oh, shit. It happened again. All right,
0: thank you. <laughs> and that's where we it. So, first question is, can you tell me who you are and where you're from?
3: Uh, yeah, my name's Jeremiah Sheik. Um, I operate professionally under J. Paul Sheik some of the time. Um, currently living in Southern California. Grew up in Northern California, but basically California all my life. <laughs> uh, kind of miss it up there, though. Down here is pretty hostile.
0: What part of Northern but, California are you, are you in?
3: Uh, Gold Country area, uh, kind of between Sacramento and Tahoe.
0: Okay. Yeah, My, my, uh, my best friend lives in Redding, so...
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit north of where I was at, but yeah, just, uh, took, yeah, five south to just take 80 up a little ways toward Tahoe. Yeah. Uh, if you're familiar with Auburn in that area, yeah, uh, that's I, where I went to high school.
0: Oh, you did? Nice. Nice. My, yeah. Uh, my, my, my in, in, in Reading I go to visit him sometimes and it's always in the summertime when it's like 118 degrees there. And I'm like, this is too damn oh, hot. God.
3: Like, you know, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. live here? <laughs> yeah. Anything that's in the, 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 yeah yeah we where i was at was like three thousand foot level so we, we at least got seasons it would get pretty uh, hot but nowhere near as hot as the valley
0: yeah so if you're up higher you get up higher or towards the water you're fine but not in the valley it's, it sucks there
3: yeah no it, it stays hot there like and my parents live down there near closer to sacramento now and it's you can go out at like 3 a.m and it's still 90 degrees out yeah no thanks
0: i'm from seattle so i don't like hot weather
3: at all yeah <laughs> no <laughs> i'm with you yeah
0: so can you tell me a little bit a little bit about your, uh, your art background your comics background
3: yeah, yeah, I've um been into comics pretty much as long as I can remember. I mean, back early 90s I was stapling sheets of construction paper together and making my own comics. Nice. Uh, kind of grew up in that time when a lot of the artists were leaving Marvel and DC and creating Image. I mean, I can still remember buying comics before Image even existed.
0: Nice. Music. And
3: I Like the old days, I'm like, where where did Mark Silvestri go when I went to pick up a copy of Wolverine? Or, you know, like, where's Rob Liefeld on X-Force and all those? And, oh, okay, so they're doing Youngblood and Cyberforce and all that. And it's kind of I, – i I'm back into it probably heavier than I ever was as a kid, which is kind of weird for a guy who's almost 40. but um,
0: Dude, I'm the same way, though. I'm 36, and I'm more into comics now than I ever have in my entire life. <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, it's like I got I got the money for it now. It's like back then I had like a twenty dollar a month allowance from my dad. It was like eh, you had to pick and choose, (laughs) but
0: yeah, yeah. Now it's like I can afford to buy what I want to buy. Sweet.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that that part's been pretty great. Yeah, and then um, but yeah, I've been been drawing pretty much even before I was into comics. I I used to have to go to work with my mom. She owned her own hair salon, and I just hang out underneath her desk, cash register area, and. (laughs) <laughs> Basically, burn up all the scrap paper that she had drawing dinosaurs and stuff. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, I remember as a kid, I used to take, uh, I, for some reason, I always chose green construction paper to make my comics on. I have no idea why, but I always chose like the, the nasty green construction paper and like would fold them in half and like make comic covers and like stupid ass comics inside of them and then it would all be in pencil. Cause I didn't know how to do inking back then or coloring. I was like, terrible with color. So I just did all these really shitty pencil comics on <laughs> green paper, which didn't last because obviously it's crappy paper with pencil on it.
3: <laughs> yeah. I used to draw mine in, in uh, like ballpoint. Green, yeah. green is good though because you, you, know, you, you get a bright like primary color with it, but it gives you a bit more contrast than you get with like red or purple or yeah. dark blue where you're like really squinting to see the drawing on there.
0: Well, this wasn't even like primary green. This was like a, a, a nasty like, like forest green paper. I don't know why. It's what I had. <laughs> <laughs> I was like ten, you know. So I man, I didn't know any better. Yeah,
3: that's cool.
0: <laughs> so let's, let's talk about the story you were on a little bit. You're, you're, actually, you're still working on it right now. What was um, What was your first impression of the story when you first read the script and and, and uh, got into it?
3: Uh, I really got the sense of something bigger. I uh, it, it kind of like it, it feels like um like an oblique stroke in a really big picture. Yeah. I, I felt a, a very strong sense that, okay, there's something that comes before this and, you know, with how, how the, the little chapter that I'm doing ends, I'm like, okay, there's more that comes after this.
0: Yeah. yeah is there, there, there is the, 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 story you work, you're drawing definitely that Greg wrote has a sequel to it that tells more, but it kind of jumps a little bit. So the next, the next story in that little, little piece takes place like 20 years later.
3: Okay, cool. It, it was like, I'm just, you know, like visualizing the, uh, the skin changer character, like, like they're a lot more curious than I would be. I would have been like slapping the note button, like, nope, (laughs) Nope, nope, (laughs) I'm not going going into a restaurant kitchen with that. (laughs) right. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a, it's
0: a fun script. Greg's a great writer. I was, I was really happy that he decided to come on board and do this. And then you, uh, I ended up talking, I think I I talked to you on Twitter at first. I put a tweet out or something. We, We kind of met on Twitter, I believe.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, Today, uh, all the, all the comic book jobs I've gotten without exception have come through Twitter.
0: Nice. Twitter's great then. Cause I have found yeah. so many great people on Twitter that like you, that I've ended up working with, which is awesome. Um, but I remember when we, I sent you the script we we're talking about, you know, getting you on board and getting all the, 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 you know, the, the I's dotted and the T's crossed. And, um, you sent over that first like, well, here's, here's a rough of the first page real quick. And that was like the editor case and I were, like, we saw that first page. And we're like, Nope, we're sold. We have to get this guy to do this, do this story. Cause it just, kn- <laughs> it just, it was just nailed, you know?
3: Oh man, I'm flattered.
0: Thank you. Yeah, which the, well, the, I mean, the tone of how you did it, the way, I mean, even though it was like a sketchy sketch, like it still came through as, as this is going to turn out to be fantastic. And then, you know, later on, we ended up talking about um, having you do colors for it. You sent me a sample of some of the colors you do. And I was like, no, this is, it's going to be perfect because the way that the tones you use, and like the, you know, it's not like super, super detailed colors, but it's detailed enough that gives you an impression of what you're looking at. And that's exactly what I wanted for the story.
3: Awesome. Yeah, colors for me have been kind of a, a tricky part. I, I did a webcomic a couple of years ago, yeah. and it was like full color, everything, and I was finding, like, God, it's taking me like two weeks to turn on a single page, and yeah. I, I just I, 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 ran through my buffer, and then I ended up dropping it probably about a year or so ago. I, I, I just couldn't keep up with putting up pages, and uh, more recently, I've, I've been kind of relying on uh, color psychology, yeah. you know, doing kind of like painting the whole panel one color and then individually coloring certain elements to sort of in, enforce story points, like who's in control here, you know, the, the shifts of power and all of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's funny cause you talk about web comics. I did web comics for like 13 years and it's a grind oh, wow. and it's turning out a page. And I was doing, I'm kind of insane when it comes to producing stuff. I was doing seven different web comics, um, pushing oh, them out once, you know, once a once a day, every one a day, you know, and I, I killing myself doing that. And it was just you know ridiculous, and um, you know, I, I got tired of the grind to be honest, and uh, I retired quote unquote retired from web comics in 2016. But uh, okay. anybody, anybody who says you know, I was I was doing web comics, I'm like, yep, you know the struggle of trying to put out a page a week or a page a, uh, however long,
3: and and uh, you know you get yeah. you, know, you get a
0: little instant gratification when someone like retweets it or talks about it and stuff, but
3: you never it's like when you whole- hear. It like a vet mentions like one specific town in Vietnam. And is like, Oh yeah. Yep. you yep, know. Yep,
0: Yep. Oh, <laughs> you get it. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, speaking of process, you talked a little bit about your process there with kind of like getting through stuff. What was your process for tackling the story? Like, how did you, how do you go about doing this?
3: Uh, I, I tend to, um, one, one of two ways. I, I like to read through the whole script all the way through. And in some cases, you know, depending on how the script is written, if like the, the writers put in, you know, like, page one panel one just to let you know this character dies in the last panel of page seven or something like that where the, the spoilers are kind of up front which this this one wasn't so much but um some sometimes I like to I'll I'll kind of keep abreast of, of the script and, and draw as I read after a, like a single read-through versus you know kind of really digesting it with multiple readings right right um Anymore, though, I, I find that I need to do at least two or three readings of a script because there's in, inevitably some very small piece that I, I missed, even if it's just like the difference between an and or a but in a sentence. It's like, oh, okay, okay. It yeah. changes you know, dr- dramatically what can happen there. Yeah. Um, but I, I tend to go pretty much just straight on, almost like I'd say like proscenium stage sort of um, visualization of it, kind of cinematic, and then from there – like as I'm kind of drawing things out, you know, it, it's um, there. There'll be points to where I'll want to just kind of sleep on an idea for a, for a day or two if I'm not really feeling the drawing that's coming out of it.
0: Right, right. And
3: you know, doing that, it's like I'll wake up one morning I'm like, oh my god, low angle shot, and then it, yeah, you know, yeah. changes it, and there it is. But
0: it's amazing how well like I work. I work in a tech, but I'm a I'm a, pro, I'm a program manager for a software company in my day job. You know, but it's oh, okay. amazing. It's amazing how well distraction can work to. Hold on, I know Flash is in the shed, right? No,
2: Flash is in the shed, but he's he's like on the top. I know. I'll side. get
0: him after this. I know he does it all the time. My cat got out, and he's hiding in our shed. So. Oh okay. But he does it all the time. And I know where he's at. I just have to go out and get him. But they're like, my kids are like, we found him. Like, I, I know where he's at. I know exactly where he's going to go. He goes to the shed and he gets up in the rafters and he hang, he hangs out there to like, to like go get go get him. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, what the hell was I saying before she walked in? I lost uh, I, I lost um, my train of thought completely.
3: That's all right. I'm like, where are you guys? <laughs> so we, were, we were talking about uh was it uh, camera angles or you know, oh, that's yes sleeping on an idea for a little yeah. bit and-
0: i'm, a, I'm by, by my day job I'm, I'm a program manager and uh, I, it's amazing because what i do is I, I solve problems right i find new ways to do things for the software we have and have our developers work those in for business needs but what's amazing is how much i find how much work i get done by not doing work like i distract myself with something else like working on a comic book or reading something and all of a sudden i go oh shit i need to do this and then I'll go back to work, you know, and I get all of my ideas for what I'm doing while I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, <laughs> pretty much.
3: Yeah, it's a real thing.
0: Too. Yeah, it happens when I'm writing, too. I'll start writing, I'll, I'll get stuck, so I'll just go do something else. I'll, I'll, get, like, I'll go play Spider-Man on the PS4, and all of a sudden I'll go, oh, shit, this needs to go here, and I'll stop playing and, and start writing it down. You know? It happens all the time.
3: Yeah. You know, ra- rather than push it to, you know, something that you'll be, you know, less satisfied with, especially you put all the work into drawing it or yeah, writing it or whatever yeah. it is. It's like, I, you know, this idea is better, but I already spent like two hours doing this idea and then, you know, it, it can't be the, the best that it, that it could be.
0: Right. Right. Now you're doing this whole thing on, 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 on an iPad, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, it, it, that's cool. Cause like, um, because of talking with you when I first met you online, um, I actually ended up getting an iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil to, to draw on and play with, which is nice. fun. Uh, my wife stole it from me, and she uses it for school, which is totally fine, but I still use it here and there. And actually, uh, the story that I'm drawing in this book, which is like the one that I'm actually drawing, is the the story that takes place between the other stories, right? Okay. So each story, there's a page between it kind of like connects things and tells background information. Okay, and, cool. and that whole thing that those nine pages so far i'm doing all of them on the ipad pro
3: <laughs> oh nice yeah yeah it, it's i i've been been working on the ipad for like uh, even just regular narrative illustration since the ipad 2 mm. i would just do my drawings on paper and then take a picture of it with the ipad and you know import the, the picture and paint over the top oh that's cool but but now that it, you know with the the um the palm resistance on it is pretty much perfect. I I can draw better on the iPad than I can on paper at this point.
0: And Procreate is such a great app. Such Oh, yeah. I I have Procreate and I have uh, Clip Studio on there, which is – I use both of them, which is great.
3: Yeah, Clip Studio – I keep meaning – I keep wanting to learn that one. I'm just like – it it seems like too new of a trick for this old dog, but (laughs) –
0: it's it's cool because I like I, I'm more accustomed to the painting like the how, how Clip Studio manages paint brushes and stuff and how it mixes paint mm-hmm. when you draw. Um, Procreate is a little differently and I'm not quite used to that yet. So I like I find myself using Procreate for certain things, and then exporting it over to Clip Studio, then to do some um, finalized painting stuff on top on top of it.
3: Gotcha. Yeah, I do. Um, I use another um, um, graphic the the Autodesk one. I use that for creating panels, and oh,
0: yeah, I'll yeah. bounce
3: them back and forth. Yeah, uh, it's sometimes, it's you it's know, good too. I, I like, it's been, I mean, it, in the past, I think it was a little better before Autodesk bought it. because It did a lot of the stuff that Illustrator would do, like yeah. um, subtraction and uniting shapes. Right. If it's still in there, I have no idea where to find it, but it doesn't yeah, seem like it's there it anymore. I don't
0: think it is. I think, I think they, they took some stuff out when they bought it.
3: Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty cool though. They, um, Procreate though, that, that one. I remember using that when it was really just a toy. It had had some nice brushes and did some cool effects. But I'm like, eh. and right around 2012, it it got like that kind of Photoshop looking makeover. And yeah. it's I, I haven't really used anything else since.
0: I think it's just funny they call it procreate because I don't think yeah. of drawing when I think of procreation. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. And I get I get weird looks when people ask me what I use to draw. What was the name of that app again? Oh. Like it, everybody always asks twice because they're like, right. I'm, I, I, he couldn't have said that. Yeah.
0: That can't be what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got one more question for you to, in, to end this out today. It's kind, All of, right. it's kind of a fun one. You can you can feel free to pass if you don't want to say anything. But um, do you have a scary story you can tell us?
3: Um. The only one that comes immediately to mind is this: your taxes. They're due <laughs> April fifteenth. <15th.
0: laughs> you know, it's funny. I work for a tax company.
3: <laughs> I
0: work for a sales tax company.
3: <laughs> I'm hanging up. Just no, shit, I'm out. No, no, I was just kidding. Well,
0: <laughs> no, that's funny. Taxes are. Yeah, don't turn. I, we we always do ours super early. Our taxes are be done like next week.
3: <laughs> I uh, and we need to. My our tax our taxes this year are a little bit interesting. So it looks like we're going to need to get a professional involved. Last year I ended up not, not doing things quite right. And we ended up with a $5,000 tax bill midway through the year, which was, that was neat. Still waiting for the state to catch up with us on the other half of it, but it's no fun. (laughs) But scary story wise, man, it's like Easter, right? A lot of horror. Yeah. And I'm trying to, man, off the top of my head, I can't even think of one right now. I feel like.
0: That's fine. We can, we can come back to it later. I'm sure we'll talk again, you know, all right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you even more for being a part of this project. As part of this insane idea that I had two
3: two and a half years ago. And uh, oh, my pleasure, man. Thanks for thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, and it's finally going to come out, and it's finally going to be able to see out light day. So, and thanks for your time yeah. today
3: too. Yeah, this, it's going to be a good time. I was actually working on it just a couple hours ago in class. So I've got a few more hours before my next one that I'm teaching here, and I'll oh, nice. I'll be doing a bit more.
0: Awesome! I can't wait to see the finalized product.